All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uremchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. You already know what time it is, everybody. Let's get into it with the lead. We got new speakers in the studio. They sound very good. Tyler's very excited. I am very excited. Uh, For those of you listening in on podcast form, I lifted a bottle of Pink Whitney Vodka up into the shot during that edition of The Lead. Uh, Welcome into Oilers Nation every day. We are live from the Sports Closet Studio and live on the Oilers Nation YouTube. And I hope you're all fired up. Today's one of the bigger guests we've gotten. Got our guy, Ryan Whitney, the former Oiler, the former Duck on an Oilers (laughs) versus Ducks game day, which is kind of funny. We didn't realize that until about 10 minutes ago. Perfect. It was perfectly lined up, just like Jay and I's bets today. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you bet boy. the same thing? I did. Uh, before you texted me, I had it. Ah, <laughs> but I was first in the chat. You, you were first in the chat. Ah. We'll have our game day betting challenge a little bit later on. I always uh, love that I think the camera's in front of me this way, so I'm always looking this way. It's right there. It's right there. Uh, Short Ford Giant game day as well. Shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant. Not just the spot to get you in a new or used whip, but the spot that'll take care of you for good. Their for service life. department for life. Their service department, 10 out of 10. All the little perks and features. You can't beat it like Sherbucks. Sherbucks. I they crave. got a new coffee machine like four months ago, too. We're due for a live show at Sherwood Ford. At Sherwood Ford. Yeah. That's right. They did. Because yeah. now I... the first doing one out of the back of an F-150. So we've that talked about that. Because remember, our last show was entirely powered by an F-150 Lightning. Yeah. We're getting there. We're getting, getting there. closer. We have the power. Uh, Daki is in day one of 10 of watch. Ah, maybe we'll have a little bit more on day that. five, bro. <laughs> Yesterday, Liam and I officially announced that this show has been converted to a Chris Tanev show, though. Or uh, Chris Tanev every day. It's Chris Tanev every day. It's Tanev every day. All uh, things Tanev. Euler fan says, track his plane. That is upsetting. <laughs> I uh, mean, come on. If you had a plane, we could do a live stream. Nah, no. Buddy, that was some of the best content this network's ever pumped out. <laughs> yeah, that was. The Blue Jays today, guys, doing the Otani thing. Yeah, that was unreal. Special. They were drinking beers out of water guns. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those guys. If the Oilers like get them. Chris Tanev, I will drink beer out of a water gun on this show. I wanted to All right. talk to An Adam Seaborn about that day so bad. I know, but I but I, like I couldn't. He, like, he's like, I, like, that was a credible source for me. <laughs> Yo, you've asked him. Oh, yeah. the first thing I asked him when I saw him. Like, dude, tell uh, me how this broke down because I know you're not a troll. It's a tough one. Tough like, one. Man, he's like, this guy's legit. And he told me that. So I, I ran with it. 
Fair enough. Uh, of course, like I said, short for giant game day. We got our game notes, all that stuff. Keys to victory for Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. We're going to do it all. But at 1230, we're going to be joined by Ryan Whitney. Uh, he was off the Oilers bandwagon earlier in the year. He's trying to get back on and there's no better spot for him to do it than this show, right? Yeah, he is welcome to plead to everybody. Like, on like we have any sort of authority, but... Oh. I like to think we have a voice. You know, I, I, I have a feeling, he, and, and I think he said it recently, like that he didn't never, he never stopped the watching. He just like we all, well, and and whatever. We're gonna talk to him. You've got some things you want to talk about. I know you're staring at the chat. I see someone's pairing the Dowd and Tanev connection, which yeah. I am willing to start evangelizing. Dowd and what's the connection? We should get both. Oh, there's no actual connection. Just that we should acquire. I just made a connection. I, I think we should acquire both too, but apparently Nick Dowd wants a first round pick and Tanev doesn't, which is backwards. Banu news. It, it well, it's 1.3 million. That con- This is like the uh, Barkley Goodrow. But you can Nick find. Hagel section. Uh, no, no, it is not Barkley Goodrow, Brandon Hagel. You Nick don't Dowd know enough score- about Nick Dowd then. Nick Dowd will score you oh, eight goals a year. Yeah, but it's shutting down. He can shut down. The top okay, pair well, the but then team. he's not Brandon Hagel, Barkley Goodrow. It's indirect offense. If he can shut down the top pair, that makes the lineup, the matchup for the first line and the second line much easier. Who can then go score all the goals? Indirect offense. You can add that one to the list with things like positive regression and other great indirect hits. offense. Indirect. Jay, I'm not buying it's, it. I'm, it's 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 adding to your yeah. second line by not adding to your second line. It's about making your second lines life. I easier. don't want to trust Nick Dowd to play 16, 17 minutes a game. I, That's I don't foolish. think Dowd's as good as that, but I no, also he's don't not. think Goudreau is as good as you're making him seem either. Barkley Goudreau? Like when the when Tampa Bay acquired him. I think yeah. He, now, I mean, he's overpaid and whatever. And Nick Dowd, a 1.3 million. That is worth, that contract is worth something. I mean, yeah, is, yeah sure. sure. I That's just, the reason why he's eight. So if we got Dowd and Tanev, like that's that's nice. That's some that real is, nice work I and so more too. realistic. Although I do want Toffoli and Tanev, the double T. Toffoli and Tanev is a much better use of your assets. I'm what uh, I will. Uh, I'm Bruce Nevich now. Now I don't know how I'm you can afford Bruce it, Liam. Now. Stop it. Why Liam. not? We talk about. Stop it. I agree with you so much. We talk about Konechny all the time, and he's more expensive. Well, Konechny is the ultimate prize. See, yeah. he bought last night. Yeah. Did he really? I yes. He's got the dog. People are saying there's no, they have no interest in Dowd. I think people should have interest in Dowd. I think he's a big upgrade. I wouldn't pay a first round pick. For well, we don't, you don't know what spot. the market is. Maybe it's a second and a fourth. If Washington were to keep 50% of that, I'm way more in oh, on it. God. Cause I'm a nerd. And well, I, then, I just, then you're giving up a first. Yeah, probably. Cause they're keeping we can, 1.3 million. You can, we can absorb that yeah. quite easily. Um, seven goals, 13 assists. Uh, 13 points, sorry, in 40 games for Nick Dowd this season. That is more than the other's fourth line last game combined. Last game? The other's fourth line last game was Yamark, Ryan, and Connor Brown. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, silver bullet. All right. Your depth. <laughs> it's right it's, there. It's, it's a loaded show. Like. It's a loaded show because we have a big guest coming up, but it's also a short for giant game day. So I want to try to keep this thing on the rails a little bit for the first half of the show. And since it is a short for giant game day, that means we have a giant question for the day. Yesterday at Oilers practice, they skated with some new defensive pairings. It's really the first time in 11 months we've seen them mix up their defensive bearings basically since they got at home and boy did they ever mix make them up. one toe drag and you get promoted to the <laughs> top pairing eh? nurse and Vinny, at home and cc kulak and bouchard here is what i like it's Vinny up to the top pair why not give them a look if you got it give it a shot i think i think it's a short shelf life it's you got to set up Vinny for success he is playing better it, I, I kind of like the twin to- tower bash brother approach, but mm-hmm. I don't know how sustainable it is. And the other thing we're going to find out is like separating Bush from Ekholm. Like Bush and Ekholm work really well together, and defensively they are fine. Kulak, Bouchard, that could be a concern. But yeah. they're the third pair, so they're they're you know uh, defensive um, zone starts will yeah. probably be limited. And that's okay. Uh, original Pozar was in and says the coach was very non-committal on this after practice. And yes, I totally understand that. I also don't think you really just do it at practice for shits and giggles. Like if you're doing it at a practice, there's 
an element or a, a part of you that wants to try them in the game. It's, it's so. really where you experiment yeah. too. So, so but this here's is the spot to experiment. Yeah, yeah, here's what I don't like about this one. I don't like breaking up Ekholm Bouchard. Like I really don't like it. I would have gone CC Kulak on the third pair and just done that. I yeah. don't under to me this like, is Ekholm a, like is yeah. is is covering up for Bouchard's defensive side or or, or is unlocking Bouchard's yep. defensive ability like that is that is a real nice pairing right yeah now. so I, like i like Vinny up there but to me messing with the bouchard at home pairing is a little bit yeah. throwing the baby out with the bathwater. but maybe it's because we're playing anaheim I, I think it's interesting i think another layer to it is how good everybody always plays with brett kulak remember when tyson berry and kulak were pairing in the playoffs that one year they were really good mm-hmm. Vinny's had a lot of sustained success with him like bouchard's Bouchard's been great with Ekholm. It's not like Bouchard yeah. needs to improve by no, no, a player no, but, with, with Kulak. But yeah. I think it shows, too, like a level of um, commitment to Bouchard, I guess you could say, too, is that you can play without Ekholm as well. Yeah. One day Ekholm's not going to be on this team and Bouchard's going to have to do it anyway, right? So I'm not saying that I'm strapping today, but... Yeah, uh, so tired. We're a long ways away from that. I, I think it's interesting. No, they haven't changed these pairings basically all season. And now finally we're having CeCe away from Nurse, like, I think it's going to really show what well, Donald Nurse is capable of as well. Well, maybe this is to see what CC's all about because, like, they have to make a decision, right? Like, if Tan yeah. is available, they have to make a decision. Do you, do you think it's also a layer two of like maybe CC isn't tradable? If they're like messing this up so much, where like we have to find a way to make this guy work, like if nobody C, yeah. wants him. Yeah. Or, or yeah. Or, yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Greg says they were just trying some shit because they had an extra day. Let's be real. I don't, I think it was more no, than that. I honestly, so. I don't think you just do that for funsies. So like you can do it for like one guy, maybe. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Did they just mess up the second line for, for fun? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure Kane and Perry are going to play with dry silo on the second line tonight. You don't yeah. wait. You don't waste the day of practice. So, Hey, there's the a little part two of the short for giant question. We just dissected the D pairings a little bit. What do we think of the new look top six for the Edmonton Oilers? Corey Perry getting a look with Leon Dreisaitl and Evander Kane. There is a slow boots line. And then this would maybe be the no boots line. Like they aren't going to move that well, <laughs> but like <clears throat> dry, like dry's game is in speed. He slows the game down. But he, we've seen time and time again, Jay, that he works better with speed on his side. True. But now he's got Corey Perry. Like Corey Perry is still a very smart and talented hockey player. May not move at that speed. I think it's a worthy experiment. What I'm really interested in seeing is Kane and Perry together on a line. Yeah. I think that is interesting. If, if Leon has more space, that's a good thing. And if there's two guys that can create space together, it'd be Kane and Perry. I like to, uh, Puzo said the the pissy line. Very pissy. Pissy. Uh, One thing I like about this line is what I saw from Corey Perry last last game where he allowed, and it's obviously very different dynamics, but he allowed McLeod and Holloway to do all the work and he just got into scoring lanes. Now he has an elite passer in Leon Dreisaitl. Like if he gets those scoring areas and where he can shoot and find those spots, like he's probably going to find some success for it. Like you don't lose that intelligence, right? There's no doubt that Corey Perry can't skate as well as he used to. But speed was but, never part of his game anyways. No. So He's being able worm. to find those spots, I'm I'm very intrigued to see how that works because like Kane, Kane's a goal scorer. There's no doubt about that. But he's more of a power forward, I guess you could say, than a goal scorer. Like Perry's so Perry. been known to like, but he's been known to score goals. So is Kane, 30 goal pace last year. Well, Perry had 50 know? goals once. I just mean like the instincts are maybe a little bit different to each other. I think it's a worthy experiment for so the too. sole reason because that third line they may as well all have wings on their back. Oh, they, they can fly. There's the no boots line and then the all boots it, line. Oh, yeah. boy. Jersey flappers. It's exactly the Medanos. <laughs> I hope they're not the cardio line again. This boy, oh boy, that was a waste of time. Yeah, it was. Really really, but I think all three of those guys are in way different spots than they I, were in November. They've all grown for sure. Yeah. Bogle's going to be a great top six player in the playoffs. Just oh all right, God. let's get into some of your takes in the YouTube chat, which is brought to you by Charm Diamond Centers, proudly Canadian-owned and operated since 1972. Check out their large selection of Canadian lab-grown diamonds, mine diamonds, and you don't pay until 2025 with their instant in-store financing. OAC, for more information, go to charmdiamondcenters.com. What do we got going on here? Uh, TC, Cardio Line is such a good name. It is. It really is. I agree. If someone says Kane is not slow. I'm like, well, he's not. He's not like the fastest, but he's not the like. He's kind of 
He's not Probably. dynamic. He's average or above average speed. Yeah, like I don't think he's like, not he above can't... average. You cannot call him above average. Well, uh, tell me what average is. Kane. Uh, on the Oilers? Well, Kane, you know what? Average is fine. I think he's sure. low. Yeah, I mean, hey, good player. I'm not saying he's not, but I'm just. Uh, yeah. Foot speed with that those other two. I just, I worry about their ability to get going. Kane and Hyman. Everybody else. I think Hyman's faster than Kane. Hyman's faster than Hyman. Hyman is above average. Hyman will go and beat a defender kind of wide with his speed. Like Kane's got to have body positioning at an angle and then he can work his way past someone. Evander Kane's never just flipping the switch and turning on the burner. You know, Zach Hyman I, will. I, but I bet you, I, th- I think it's a mindset. I bet you I, they, 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 they play the game and think the game different. Like, yeah, like Hyman's motor never turns off. Uh, if Kane had that mentality, maybe he, like, I think he has the ability to do what Hyman does. Uh, Two Milan Lucic comments today. Lance is in and says, who needs to get going when you're just banging everybody? Pause. Hey, Charles Barkley. Unnecessarily horny. Uh, Archer, speed is a mindset. Is that what you're saying, Jay? Well, (laughs) in, in some applications, yes. Some people don't like, Leon actually isn't that slow. Like when he when he it, it, when he quick. when he gets the the gazelle legs going, like mm-hmm. he can he can move. He just chooses not to. Mindset. <laughs> not everyone has that option. Some people Vinny, just Vinny won the fastest skater event at the Skills Comp for the Oilers. Mindset. Mindset. Speed is a mindset. Speed is a mindset. All right. Should you have the ability? <laughs> slow is fast. Yep. <laughs> well, that's a different in a different slow is fast. Yep. Sorry. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Always uh, remember that. Misha's in and says, why isn't Gagne getting the nod over Brown? I think it's because Brown's buzzing. Brown's buzzing. Brown's killing penalties. He's getting shots on hey, goal. Greg Solowski, I don't know how old you are. I'm 43. I will take a run at you. Greg is race. one of Liam's best buddies. <laughs> All right. Is he fit? I will definitely can destroy you on skates. Greg, and uh, if no. you can, yeah, I'll take you in a foot race. Let's go. And a home run derby. I'm faster than Greg. Just on foot wise? On foot. On, on the pitch? Yeah. But I run out of gas way quicker. That's right. such a good flex to have to say I could beat you in a home run derby. <laughs> you can. Um, you got the proof, yeah. Grade six, I was uh, the fastest kid in school. 100 I, meter and 800 meter. I set the 400 meter. Or 200 meter, sorry. Track record at showed heights in grade nine with the what under meter? That's 400 meter, 400 meter. Wow. Now I'm going like Ed Al Bundy and going, Speed is a mindset. What's that? Greg said, Speed is a mindset. (laughs) Well, yeah, I won high jump in junior high. Really? Wow. Oh, that's big. Did you do the uh, uh, Fallsbury flop? Uh, that's the one where you go. Well, yeah, that's one where you go backwards. Yeah, no, yeah that's what I would have done. Uh, yeah, and I won on like the chintziest technicality. Like I hit the bar and it bounced up, and then was somehow just hitting the little thing long enough, like get off the mat. <laughs> Joey, I did go to French immersion, so maybe it was a, a smaller talent pool. <laughs> you went to French immersion? We? Oui. You don't? You've lost oh, it so totally, though, right? I used to be able to speak fluent French. Yeah, that's that's my grandma. Funny. Like had none of her kin. Could speak like she was French. No one could speak French to her, so they put me in French immersion like the last hope. So I could go home for Christmas and we'd speak French at Christmas. <laughs> Sorry, Noel. Uh, uh, DP called this a stupid radio show. DP, it is on the internet. Uh, California Oilers <laughs> fan, track and field every day. I like that as well. We we're never on our best behavior when we have a big guest coming up. That's kind of the way it rolls. Um, all right, we're gonna keep moving along. Shout out to everyone in the YouTube chat for our. I'm friends. not petite, JLM. I know what that means. I'm a little too grow right now. I need to get petite. <laughs> Phillips says, hopefully wit isn't listening. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. Uh, okay, let's dial this back into the hockey. Get to our game notes for today. Brought to you by Seagram's Whiskey. Jay, you're a Seagram's man. Oh, buddy. Unbelievably. I, after last week, artfully blended. Seagram's Whiskey for life. I'm a bit disappointed we just allowed them to like not be open until we were about to leave. You know, Shame on us. Like, that yeah. was a we could have drank that all week. Uh, we decided to preserve all the product till the last day. That was a mistake. On a couple, I've farts. got a few regrets in life, and yep. that would be one of them. Oh, <laughs> if anyone's coming home from uh, Ontario, coming back to Alberta, let us know. We need some Seagrams. Uh, anyways, game notes for tonight: the Oilers have absolutely scorched the Anaheim Ducks so far this season. Not only do they lead them in every major statistical category, as you're about to see, AB, give me that board. 
Let's see how big the difference is. Almost a full goal per game better in terms of scoring. Almost a full goal per game better in terms of goals against. Their power play is 10% better. Their PK is almost 5% better. It's just the Oilers are flat out better. And in their two meetings this season, that is exactly how the script has gone. The Oilers have outscored the Anaheim Ducks 15 to 4 in the two head to head games so far this season. It's hilarious. And this is a matchup the Oilers haven't just dominated this season. In their last 10 meetings, the Oilers are 8 1 and 1. And the score in those games is 55 to 24. For those of you who aren't great at math, that's 5.5 to 2.4, an average score per game between these two sides. It's just dominance, man. The Oilers roll the Ducks. Yeah, it's uh, Ducks suck. Like what, what, like, what else to say? Like, we. We should go and absolutely mop the floor with them if we, especially if we play like we did in Vegas. If we play like we do in Vegas, like we will have like an 800 win percentage uh, for the rest of the year. That loss was disappointing. But it was, that was the most entertaining loss I've ever watched in my life. It was very good. Was Fuck, very that good was a game. good game. Uh, what was Felt the like question? My thoughts on Anaheim. Sorry, I was checking if they had a starting confirmed goalie. Someone was asking. Unconfirmed starter tonight so far. So maybe Doshtal, maybe Gibson. Could be the one. Who knows? Um, who cares? Steam isn't the best, is it? I'm excited to see Leo Carlson because I don't think he's played in either of the games we've played against. I don't That's think he has either. True. Yeah, no, I'm Hurt. excited for him because he's an emerging weapon. Yeah, yeah he's, he's really, really good. good. Um, but yeah, like not a lot of guys on this team that are great, is it? Like they got some guys like I like Troy Terry, yeah. like Mason McTavish, but Strom's good. Like they got bodies. Adam Henrique's yeah. a potential deadline they, guy. Why playing on the wing? I don't know. Who knows? I don't like that. Who did they trade Drysdale for from Philly? Cut a goche. But, but he's not playing. He's no, no, he's in college. Okay. Yeah. They have good young players, man. I mean, part of the reason they could trade a guy like Jamie Drysdale is because Pavel Minchikov, Jackson Lacombe, they got Olin Zellweger, like Liam, you know your prospects better than me. They have a lot of legit studs in that system still on the blue line, and a lot of them are starting to make their way to the NHL. Yeah, they got a, they got a lot of good players. They've done well drafting outside of the first round like Owen Zellweger was a second round pick and he won the WHL defenseman of the year the year after the yeah. draft and was like Canada's best defenseman of the world juniors they've they've done a good job and I don't like how good of a job they've done in a draft considering their Oilers division but Mason McTavish is going to be a stud he is unreal mm-hmm. like yep. I love comment. the way they've been able to draft too and just like form an identity. They clearly mm-hmm. want to be a difficult team to play against like they were back in the day when Getzlav and Perry running the show down there and now you look at the guys they've drafted, the McTavish and Carlson. Wait till they trade Zegris and what they get for that. Yeah, that is going to be that will have some trade. Oh, I keep hearing Montreal too. Like Habs fans are clamoring for him. Why? Really? Reunite him in Caulfield. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh. We had a comment in there I wanted to get to. Who was it? Who was it? I like giving credit. I was uh, the McMahon 98. I haven't seen the boys light up a team in a while, as I recall. Good bet they'll do it tonight. Do you want to take a stab at when the last time the Oilers scored more than four goals in a game? Uh, Anaheim Ducks, New Year's Eve. Incorrect. Oh, damn it. Four or more? More than four. We won like a 5-1-1 or something. It was still an under. I don't know. I can't remember. So they did. They scored four against Nashville, four against Columbus, four against Seattle, four against Toronto. But the last time they got more than four would have been the first game of January, a five-two win over the Philadelphia Flyers. That's right. Yeah. So the the Oilers have not had an offensive explosion, as Mister McMahon said. It's been a minute, and I kind of like betting on tonight them doing that. I think this could be a six or seven spot. Yeah, I bet you they're 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 pissed. Oh, you saw Connor. He was pissed after that. that Golden Knights game, and it's not for a lack of effort. Uh, so I feel like they're just going to come and make that statement because they got. It's so sad. Like you watch the standing, you saw W sixteen, and then just like that, it's L one. You're like, oh god, life comes at you fast. I, I know. So like, I, I I bet you that loss felt like they're on a four game losing streak. So I like, I feel like they're just going to come pedal to the metal. Yeah. Okay. One more quick game note here, just on the lines of offensive explosion and the potential for it. It's how good the Oilers big guns have been against the Anaheim ducks in those 10 games where the Oilers are eight, one and one Connor McDavid has 24 points, 2.4 points per game, 17 of those 24 points coming at five on five. He's almost averaging two, five on five points per game against the Anaheim ducks. Leon dry has 12 goals in his last 10 games against the Anaheim ducks. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is the only other oiler point per game or better 12 points in 
10 games. They eat the Anaheim Ducks for breakfast. Oh, you forgot the biggest stat of all, though. I clearly did. In the last two games that the Oilers have played Anaheim, one player has had a five-point game. Connor McDavid had one, and Warren Fogle had one. Hey, oh that's a good number. There you go. Warren Fogle, well, five I'm plus happy points. For him. I'm happy for him. Connor Brown. Corey Perry. Oh, yeah, Corey Perry for sure. Uh, Drive other, title, five-point game. Tonight. The other thing we forget is Connor always seems to score like a real sexy goal against the Ducks. Yeah. Whether it be like one of those sneaky five holes or off the helmets. Remember that one, like, I want to say it was like that four one years tight. ago, where he like fell to a knee and then got back up on Gibson. And you're right, just like shuffled in tight yeah. and then flipped it upstairs. Yeah, that like, was nasty. Within two, he's like two inches <laughs> out from like, it's amazing. The history between these two teams is quite under underrated in a way, right? Like, because didn't the Oilers beat them on the way to the cup final in 06, right? Yep. Then obviously 2017 happened. Yeah. Uh, dry side a lot of his second 50 goal season against them. There's just like a lot of moments throughout the years and it always seems to be like Anaheim and Edmonton. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. All right. Uh, there you go. Our game notes for Kindred Seagram's Spirit. VO Select Whiskey. Artfully blended, impeccably crafted. We'll be back in a second, but first a word from our friends at Seagram's. My family's very own whiskey. Barrel aged and set apart. Marked with VO. Artfully blended. Impeccably crafted. As a wedding gift to my son for the bride and groom. And now, over a century later, from our very own family to yours, a legacy rooted in whiskey. Seagram's VO, growing deeper, reaching out, raising a glass to your legacy. Seagram's VO, make it your very own. Welcome back into the program, short for Giant Game Day edition of the show. Going to be relying on you, the listener, a little bit today. If you got a mock trade, you want us to handle at some point on the show. We're going to be doing that a little bit later on. So feel free to drop them in to the YouTube chat. But since we're talking about the game, we just went through the matchup against the Ducks. Let's do our giant keys to victory for Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. It is opening up in spring of 2024, and it is going to be your spot for everything Yamaha right in the heart of Sherwood Park, Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Anyone got a key to victory? Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll take this one. Okay. <laughs> Set the bar. Set the bar. I'm just going to say the blue line plays well. And I know that's kind of a simple thing to say against a team where you've scored seven goals against and then eight goals against, but like, the new luck for them tonight. So I'm very curious to see how they do. So form chemistry early, I guess. Form chemistry early. There you go. All right. Jay, key to victory. Well, I... <laughs> I think the offense is going to show up tonight. I'm just, I think Calvin Pickard is going to do what he does best. Play one game every 15 days and do a really good job and just make everyone's job in front of him a lot easier. Big Pickard guy right now. I'm going to say score, 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 yeah, score, yeah. score, score, score. Just pedal them up. Calvin Pickard can play like shit. No, I don't want to. Like, I like Calvin this Pickard. Game. I like no, this we do. Yeah, I'm just saying like, I believe in him. Like I know, I like as we see the bets. Like we're betting on like a lot of offense. I'm going to take yeah. alternative uh, uh, puck line, probably three and a half. I chase the juice. Three, oh, three yeah. and a, it is yeah. a Friday night. Uh, like, I'm going to go. Th- yeah, I'm going to get drink. a little silly with three and a half. But you know, I've got my other bet that I'm really leaning into on. That I think going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get to that. That's I, I, well, hey, that's why I didn't say it is. Yeah, Tease that way. Game day betting challenge. Uh, yeah. My key to victory is just going to be score a shitload of goals. It's a Friday night. I'm going to be sitting back with some buddies, having a few drinks. Like I want to sit and watch the Oilers score seven goals tonight. I think that would be fun. It's a so. nice casual Friday, you know? Yeah. And then, you know what? You're going to have to dial it back in because it's back to back games in California as well. So yeah, tomorrow's the first. A- is, it, is this the first game with the new coach? Because they for LA, LA. It for is, LA. It yeah, this will be yeah. interesting. So, are they going to get the uh, dead coach bounce? They might. It's although we're, Gregor we're play hard. Gregor play hard. said something, and I really don't want to misquote him, but I think he said it on the rundown about how there are numbers to that say, like when you just bring an assistant up, you don't get as big of a dead coach bounce or new coach bounce. Oh yeah, Jonas Hiller has no, no. Uh, <laughs> Coach in history. Yim. <laughs> Yim Hiller. Yim? Jim Yim. Hiller. Yim. Isn't this not actually Yim? I believe Yim and Yim. Jonas. Oh. The Hillers. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I know. That was bad. <laughs> that was really bad. But you keep saying Jonas, and then I blank on what his actual <laughs> name is. And like it's I, like a weird block. I can't get over it. His uh, name is Hiller, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Jim Hiller. Yimothy 
Hiller. Jay Hiller. Jonas Hiller. Uh, coach. Weird that he went to the Kings after Anaheim, though. Stop, stop doing that <laughs> in Calgary. Probably yeah, back that's, to Switzerland. That's so Switzerland. strange. You know, it was so funny. I, uh, my buddy, I, I've met Jonas Hiller a few times, especially when we played with the Ducks. And he bought a new Mustang, which for us, like, whatever. Like, like they're great cars, right? But, like, sure. it's a Mustang, right? Yeah. Like, it's... Like, Shout out to Sherwood Ford. Show, sure, that's where you get a Mustang. He's like, no, no, I bought this because, like, I import this to Switzerland. And, like, this is, like, viewed as a Ferrari. Really? Yeah. Damn. I'm like, that was interesting. That's legit. All right. So, Right. Our Swiss listeners, Sherwood Ford, get your Mustang. Highly doubt yeah. All right. Probably Jonas. All right, boys. We have a big guest joining us today on the show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, I should have cracked this bottle before. My hands are so clammy now. Nice. What do you get nervous? This is terribly embarrassing. Nice one. You're, you hide it well for a guy who's so nervous. Yeah, I know. Would you like me to open it? Yeah, you might. This is really on there. Good seal, I guess. Hopefully, I can do it. This is pretty. <laughs> I'm scared. I don't want to do it because now my hands are clammy. Because you said your hands are clammy. <laughs> this is not good. Well, this is off to just an absolutely oh, tremendous start. So, what I'll do while you're doing that is an ad read. Uh, the guest line is brought to you by our friends at Star Mechanical. No, none of us can get it. Oh. <laughs> Ah, uh, oh. Starmechanical Edmonton's number one plumbing and eating company. Oh. You can find out more about what makes them the best at starmechanical.ca. Oh, no. I actually think it's on brand AB. Let's bring in our big guest while this nonsense fucking goes on. Ryan Whitney from Spit and Chicklets, the former oiler. With- oh, my God. If that thing didn't get off by the time this started, I was going to puke. That was that was tough advertising for my pink. We, we are not on the all hands team. With. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, go. you know what, Tyler? You you bringing it, representing it right in the middle. I got the lid on. I respect that more than you could ever know. So I appreciate it. it. It's a fresh bottle. Uh, all right. With the people want to know, you did the little bit with Hunter at the All-Star game. You were off the bandwagon for a bit. Is wit back? We're going to open our doors up to you. Are you back? I never left. All right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was disgusted. I left social media 100%. And I I was going to be done. I was going to be done. Am I a bandwagon guy? Yeah, probably. I played for the team. I deserve the right to do whatever I want. Now, I understand all you loyal, loyal Oiler fans. You could you can not like me. You can hate me. It's okay. I just needed a little bit of a break. But then when I went to tempt the break, I couldn't even do it. I, I have not watched every single game, all 60 or 65 minutes this year, but I've at least seen a period, if not more, of every single game. I couldn't quit them, and I couldn't start tweeting about them once the run started. And then, of course, I took the video with Hunter. I did the video with Hunter. We were all buddy-buddy, and then they go out and lose. So that was a guarantee. So it's it's a lot of fear in my mind that I'm now back, and they go on a complete dumpster fire of a run, but it's not going to happen. And the best part is, they get to go into Anaheim tonight. They haven't lost in Anaheim in about nine years. It feels like they're going to wax them. Knock on wood. Yeah, and I'm no, back. And I'm back. It's, uh, it's I mean, how different. could I not be back, guys? Look at this team. Look at where we're yeah. going. Look what's going to happen at the deadline. It's just all excitement all day long in Oil Nation. And again, I didn't want to bring you on here to just shit on you. So like, we were all down <laughs> bad in November. And I think we have 
We have the one tweet I had, which was just an all time terrible one when they lost to San Jose. And I said, watching the McDavid era unravel is absolutely soul crushing. Like we forget maybe because of the 16 game run, just how dark things looked early on in November. Like it was, it was really, really bad. And it was hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. It was disgusting. And, and with it, it made it even worse because like this year, just all the expectations, so many people picked them to win the cup or at least get to the cup final. And then just to start like that, it's like, what is happening? It was beyond, it was beyond gross and disappointment. It was just like, it was sad. It was like very sad. Like your tweet made sense. Like, how is this happening this year of all years with everything we've looked forward to all off season, all these guys, Connor Brown coming in. That's another story. And then this is what, what we're watching. It was incredible. I actually saw the interview that Leon and Connor did. I think it was with Elliot at the all-star game. And, and I think Leon's like, it was like, we didn't know how to play hockey anymore. Now, the one thing was that I was also thinking about the entire time was all the advanced stats. I'm not great at all those. I, I, I'm not like, I believe them. I'm not like super into them in terms of following. But all those said it was going to turn around and it was goaltending and it was just a, it was it was literally the perfect storm. But the whole way it went down as it started the year, like if a run went went like that at the end of November or you know, early February, it's like it's one thing. But to start the year, I mean, it was, I couldn't believe it. And then being on the East Coast, and granted, it's only like 9.30 most times when they start, but still, I got two young kids another on the way. I'm like, what am I doing staying up watching this team? I guess I guess they're absolute shit. Oh, can we swear on this? I'm sorry. Yes. yes. All right. So, yeah, I mean, it was just the San Jose loss was like, it was soul crushing. That's the perfect way to describe it via your tweet. I think that's the lowest I've ever felt. Oh, oh. like so many people bet their lives like that, like that wasn't going to happen. And then, and also in the back of their mind, like if it does happen, how am I going to be? And everyone was in shambles. Like you could, you could hear the tear in everyone's well, mind. What at least was. we weren't Gregor. At least we weren't Gregor with that haircut oh, he had to get out. You know what? Awesome. Like, it, it, have you seen it? It looks ridiculous. And oh, I for, for sticking with it. <laughs> He had now, to. Now we've got I got a buddy, I got a, a good friend in, in Edmonton named Brad Tootscheck. I like calling him half wall. I know he, dudes. he wrote me after. He's like, I seriously want to cry. I I, I like it, it it was like I said, it wasn't even anger I felt like with the fan base. It was true sadness. It was like what it, nobody could say a word. Yeah. But it's long in the past now, guys. I think for a lot of us, it was a terrible throwback PTSD to like the decade of darkness where it's November and the team's out of it. I wanted to tie that in to your time with the team. And the question I had, like, again, November, you lose to the Sharks and it's like, oh, is our season done? When you were on the team and you had those three full seasons or full seasons when you started, at least with the oil, what was the earliest in the year you ever sat there and were like, well, we're probably fucked this year. Like, it's not our year. Man. I don't remember like an exact date, maybe the first day of camp. <laughs> I mean, the, the, you know, the, the, ask the fan base, ask some of the guys on the team, like you're going in and, you, and you're giving it your all, but you're kind of looking around like uh, well, there's not much here. Right. And, and, and like, that's when Hemsky was playing great and Penner had some huge years, but then like the depth wise and it just, it was, a, it was a disaster, but the, the hardest thing in the world is being a player in, in mid-November, early December, like knowing you're out of it. And and obviously you're playing for pride and you're getting paid a lot of money and you're in the NHL dream come true. But I mean, you're completely overmatched nine out of every 10 games and it's it, it, it can be exhausting. And and that that was what like I, I was I was so bitter there about like my health and then the fans couldn't stand me. And I, I mean, I, I was the one at fault, but it's also it's one thing to be on a real bad team in in Dallas or, or Anaheim or somewhere, Tampa. But, you know, those Edmonton winners, guys, I mean, when you're winning, nothing's better, I imagine. I never experienced it. But when you're losing and you, you're, you're plugging your car in, making sure it starts the next morning, I mean, those are some dark days. Uh, it's already dark outside, but then it's dark emotionally. Yeah. I got oh, yeah. an anecdote to share with you that's probably in a good light of your time in Edmonton that helped benefit me. I think it's your second season. You're just like the Apple factory and you're just stacking up assists. And we we're at a bar, me and my buddies. And I'm like, tonight's the game with scores. And I was like, fuck you. I'm like, okay, hey, <laughs> let's do it. I'll put money on the table. Give me odds. Like some soccer gave me five to one odds. And I think it was against LA. It and was you, in- 
Pardon me? It was San Jose. It was San Jose. And you threw a puck on that and it goes in and they give it to Penner. Right. They, and, and then later, then later and after the game, back. they flipped it yep. back to you. And I was like, I fucking knew it. Some guy shows <laughs> yep. in my office with a hundred bucks in an envelope. So I want to say, thank you, Wit. You've made my night, especially in the, during the decade of darkness. That was something that uh, I'll always remember. I appreciate that. I do remember. I was like, Pens, did you touch that? He's like, no, no. I was like, thank God. But then they were wait, late on switching. I'm like, I got to get one on the board here. This is ridiculous. It was getting out of control. But, uh, what was I going to say about that that game? Yeah, that was actually when I was feeling great. And then, like, the ankle gave out. It's got to be, like, a week later, two weeks later. But that was actually the best I ever felt um, playing in the NHL. Even the one big year I had, like, that year I was feeling really healthy and I was playing a ton. Granted, you know, we didn't have a lot of D. But at the t- same time, like, I was like, oh, my God, I kind of found my game again. And then, boom, it, it all went to shit with the ankle. But... You're saying the sucker gave you five to one odds. I was probably like 15, maybe 20 to one to score if you looked on on the Vegas line. So in the end, he probably got pretty solid odds against you. Well, <laughs> I, I guess I, I, I was new to sports betting at the time. Now I understand odds. So yeah, maybe I should have uh, gone back and reapply that, but I didn't know enough. So maybe I was a sucker, but I'm the one that got the hundy. So that's all that matters. Yeah, it was a seeing eye muffin from the point that just was about this high off the ice that ended up finding its way in. I remember the replay. I'm like, fucking Penner didn't touch it, but I'm like, whatever. <laughs> and I woke up next morning, score correction. You got the goal. I was like, fuck yeah. Uh, wait, you mentioned part of the excitement right now with this team is just the build up to the deadline. Kind of what are they going to do? But one piece they've already now brought in in the last couple of weeks is Corey Perry, a guy you would have been teammates with the back worm. in An- Anaheim, the worm. Give us a little insight into, I mean, the kind of player, I think we know what Corey Perry is at this point, but the kind of teammate, the kind of locker room guy they brought in here with Perry. Pretty quiet guy in the locker room. What I remember about him off the ice is that he was just the most superstitious person I ever played with, even including Sid. Maybe they're kind of on the on the same level, but to up to the minute pregame, Perry is doing or was doing the exact same thing. I'm talking like when the shin pad goes on, when he takes a bite of the protein bar, when he walks up to get a drink. Like it was just in- incredible that he it's kind of exhausting. I would imagine I was never really that that into the superstitions, but he was always so dialed in pregame in terms of what he was doing, when he was doing it to get ready to play. And then on the ice, I mean, we're talking about the 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 kind of the perfect addition playoff type player can play up and down the lineup. Ideally, I would say right now, kind of, you know, a little on the slower end, we could say without, without uh, not making any sense. I mean, I'm not making any sense what I say, but no, no, no foot speed, but around the net, incredible patience. He, he is so dirty on the ice. Like he's just such a worm. Like he'll spear you, he'll stick you. He'll just piss off the other team so much that it's so great to have him on your side. And just having won a Stanley Cup, uh, all the awards he's won, MVP, uh, Rocket Richard, like this is a guy who's been not only as a Stanley Cup champion, but to other cup finals that this is the perfect addition, right? This is a guy who's been there, done that, just what they need, a little more experience in the playoffs. And 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 somebody that younger guys can lean on. I mean, you're going into the playoffs, you know, you're down 3-2 in a series. You need somebody to be able to speak to the team and talk about what it takes to come back and be ready to play in playoff games. He's seen it all, so I love that move. So Jay here has a bit of an idea. That oh, one day God. you're gonna love this one. One well, day uh, I'll I'll say it. Yeah, you set the stage and, and and wait, have a have an open mind here. <laughs> like put, guys, put I'm taking a call. I'm taking a call out. later from Jeff Jackson, and he said he has an idea for me too. So I'm gonna have to decide one of the two. Well, I think if you tell Jeff Jackson this one, he might be on board on board with <laughs> it. But could you ever see a scenario where Sidney Crosby doesn't play for the Pittsburgh Penguins? I was talking to Biz about this the other day. It was in Toronto. I don't, uh, I I just feel like he's so loyal to Pittsburgh and he's, I don't want to say adamant, but he's probably, you know, very uh, confident in the fact that he can end up being like a one franchise player. I mean, and the fact that Mario did it, I think that definitely holds a little bit of weight in terms of like Mario did it, was one of the best of all time, arguably the best player of all time. Sid already has more cups than he did in Pittsburgh. Now the, the the other side of it is is the Penguins are headed towards darkness, right? Like th- th- they're going to be when he's done 
horrendous. They have no prospects. They don't have many draft picks. It's like, who knows if Gensel's going to be there? Is he willing to kind of finish off his career on a bottom-feeding trash team as a fan? I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. But I also got to respect if he ends up being like, no, I'm a Pittsburgh Penguin now and forever. I mean, you think of Lemieux. You think of Iserman. Uh, obviously, Sackick was a part of the Quebec Nordiques, but it was that franchise. And so, like, truly legendary players, I think there's a little bit extra something special when it's just one team the whole time. I just personally would love to see him end up going to a contender and, and chasing down another cup because I don't think it's a stretch to say that Pittsburgh isn't going to get another one. And and that's my angle. It's like, like what? Like, yeah, I get the one team thing, but now kick that to the trash. It's the legacy piece. Like Gretzky has four cups. Does Sid want to have five? Like what motivates this guy? Like, yeah, there's the loyalty thing. And like, it's a beautiful story, but like he leaves the team now and then goes and tries to chase two more cups. Still getting the statue, still always going to be connected to Pittsburgh folklore for being loyal and doing all that stuff. We're talking now, like, like, well, who knows? Sid's a machine. Like he might play for four more years. Who knows? Oh, I think, I think easily we got three more. So like, but, like that's that's what I focus on. I, I agree. I'm and, and and like the one thing that comes to everyone's mind is Colorado, just the McKinnon and the Nova Scotia connection. And I, it, it, I I think most fans would love to see him somewhere else at one point, but it's just like such such an individual's opinion. If he's like, no, I, I really don't care. Like I I just want to be a Penguin forever. And you're right. Like there is nothing that um, the Penguins wouldn't do for him at the end if he ended up moving on, right? Like the, the statue, everything. The, he goes in the Hall of Fame. He's thought of as a Penguin forever. But personally, me, I, I, I just want to see him in the playoffs. I want to see him hunting down cups. I want to see him in the chase, playing into the late spring, early summer. And I, I, I hope in the end, in maybe two years, he's somewhere else giving it a go. Because just to see him in another cup final, it would be incredible, like not only for like some you know guys like us in the media and are talking about the game, but for a regular old sports fan to see Sidney Crosby at 39 or 40 years old out there still giving it, still one of the top players, it would it would be incredible. I right now, if I had to guess though, I, I lean towards no, I lean towards him being a penguin forever. Well, you gotta see DePlan when you talk to Jeff Jackson later <laughs> that he should take uh, a run at Crosby. Uh, yeah, I I'm sure he's never thought of that one, but I'll put it right <laughs> to his head. Uh, <laughs> taking off maybe whatever hat that was and putting on a more realistic hat. How dare what do you want to see the oil do at the deadline here? What do they need? All right. So this, this whole CC debate within Oilers nation, like I, first, let me ask you, do you guys want to see a replacement for Cody CC? So my take on it is I'm down to replace CC if as it's long Tanev. if it's a substantially better defenseman. Like this whole like, oh, go get Sean Walker because exactly. he's, not, he's this much better than CC. You don't mess with the chemistry to get this much better. If there's a right shot Ekholm like ad, do it. If not, go with what you got. I, I agree with that. And I think there's a lot to be said about chemistry and this team from everything I've heard. And obviously they're on this incredible run. Like you forget before the 16 game win streak, that there was an eight game win streak. Like there's just been great hockey since that disaster. And since Knobloch came in. So all of a sudden, like a guy who's close with everyone that everyone gets along with, it's like, all right, if you're, if you're bringing someone in, cause you're just sick of watching CC just cause you think this guy's a little bit better. That doesn't make sense to me. Tanev, no doubt. I mean, that's a warrior. That guy, everything you look for in a playoff style defenseman he has. But I also think at times like CC could play well. And, and I, I'm not somebody that looks at it like this guy is an absolute liability every single time he gets on the ice. No, I mean, look at some of the games and some of the, the rough patches that nurse went through last year, or even the year before. I mean, he's turned around obviously a better skater and a, and a better overall player by a long shot. But I also looked to, to, to up front, right? Like, like, look at Tarasenko, man. Like, imagine just throwing him into this lineup. I mean, I, I read something earlier. Like, what if, like, Eberly went back there? I mean, that's a guy I don't hate that idea at all. It's no. just about 
depth, right? So now that you have like Holloway looking this good, McLeod all of a sudden, and with his speed, like it, it makes sense that he's reached this next level because you watch him at times before when he really wasn't there quite. You're like, there's so much potential here. I mean, there's actual times and call me crazy. He's flying up the ice. Like you he's so fast. It's like, is that McDavid? Just for a split second, you wonder. But <laughs> They now have these guys stepping up and like, I love Fogel. He's a UFA, right? So I don't know where he's going to end up. But if you just look at depth, you look at Vegas and how they did it. It's four lines. It's having a line caught out there. It's having your fourth line in quotations caught out there against the other team's first line. You're not panicking, right? So it's any, any, anyone that could go in and help. But if you look at like one more score, one more guy, Tarasenko is the one that comes to mind only because like his shot and like who would be distributing them the puck. It's like that's a guy who I think could really fit in. I know things weren't amazing in New York and obviously Ottawa is a dump dumpster fire, but they're all in. Right. Everyone wants them to be all in. I think they're pretty open about being all all in. And they yeah, there's where there, there's worries that, 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 that Leon after this year is like, ah, I'm, I'm all set with whatever offer you come with July 1st. But you can't think of anything else besides this season. So. On D, yeah, it'd be great to have Tanev. It'd be great to bring in somebody else, but I'm not dying to make a big move, have to trade pieces for Sean Walker. I, I It's no disrespect to him at all. What about on up front? Like, I know you're mentioning Tarasenko, but a Foley, so a Foley. sell. He'd be a dog. Yeah, so to, to pull, I, I think the Devils are crazy to, like, I, I don't really understand. You bring him in and all of a sudden he's gone. That's another guy, though. Yes, like anyone who can score and, and play responsible hockey, I'm down with. You throw out all these different names, I'm down with them. But you got to look at, like, what it takes. Like, at this point with this lineup, like, you're not going to give anything up that's made a real big contribution so far to this year, in my mind. And, and, the goaltending aspect, I'm not, I'm not actually like thinking about all oh, goaltending. Like Skinner's looked great, Picard looks nice. It's not about goaltending for me. It's just like depth. And and whether that depth guy is a is a big name like we're talking or a smaller piece, there just needs to be something coming in. Something as a team, when you're getting ready to go on a run and you have all this excitement around your team in the city, bringing something in, that's just that's just like a it's a pump in, in, in the veins of the players. All of a sudden they're like, yes, it's another piece. Like I remember in Pittsburgh, when Hosa came in, we lost a lot and Colby Armstrong was a big part of that team and Eric Christensen. But in the end, you're like, Oh, we brought a guy in. We brought an absolute stud in. And it's just more like we're all in the GM's all in. Now we go. All right. We're going to wrap this up. I promised the YouTube chat. I would float one of their questions your way. The YouTube Q and a for great clips, more than 4,400 hair salons across Canada and the U S it's the world's largest hair salon brand and official hair salon of the NHL. Great clips. It's going to be great. Our boy, Tyler Mulek wit wants to go back to your time in Edmonton. And he wants to know when you were here, were you a donair man? That's no, no, not a donair man. Did Never you try been one either. What did you try one? Yeah, and I was like kind of loaded when I tried it, and I still didn't what? like it. So if you if you don't like it when you're loaded, like that means you really wouldn't like it when you're sober. I, I got a follow up to this. Uh, we have a, we have a well, no, and you know, I'm a, I'm gonna obviously take I'm I'm the donair enthusiast here, but I'll take the foot <laughs> off the gas. The donair talk. Uh, obviously, we have a mutual hospitality partner here in Greta. They serve the pink Whitney like crazy. You guys do your meet and greets. That place there. is amazing. That's an awesome spot. We do all of our watch parties there. So great, great partnership with those guys. Uh, but it, just going back to your time in Edmonton, like what were some like, so we've got the nightlife spot covered. What were some of like the go-to food spots for you when you're in Edmonton? Oh, we were constantly at the cactus club over at the West Ed mall. There wasn't the one on, is it, is it what, what streets the Jasper, the one that wasn't there yet. So we were always driving out to the mall going there. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I just was sticking to that because of the Bellini and the beers. I always put Bellini in the beer. I think it was like a land shark beer or something like that. I don't remember, but that was my spot. And, you know, they got the millionaire's cut. Mike Comer used to call it the billionaire's cut because he was so rich. So there was a bunch of guys that loved hanging out there. But honest to God, those teams were so bad. And I had a couple instances of eating dinner and people chirping me. It was a lot of like, hey, guys, let's order food and just hang at somebody's house, right? Like, you know, the yeah. team's horrible. We might catch a little bit of heat. We're losing constantly. I'm not dying to go out and get chirped at a bar. So there was some nightlife and there was some excitement, but there was a lot of uh, meals at home, playing darts, playing pool, and just kind of drinking away our sorrows a little bit. Not going to lie. It was a decade of darkness for all of us. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it <laughs> well, really it's was. over. 
it's but it's over. Over. Yeah, it's now, over. We're, now we're drinking for good reasons. The drinking <laughs> hasn't slowed down. It just feels better. Uh, Wick, exactly. man, thank you enough for doing this, man. It was really fun uh, getting to have you on the show. And uh, let's go Oilers. Oh, let's go Oilers, guys. I really appreciate it. I apologize once again for what I did. I made an enormous mistake. We did that body armor commercial with McDavid. I was kind of open and honest there and what happened. And and Western Conference Finals, I'm there. Cup Finals, I'm there. We got to get there for me to get back out to E-Town and really kind of take in what I got to experience in that Western Conference Final. I never got to be a part of a playoff game there. I was blown away by the energy in the city and that arena when they came out for game three and McDavid scored about 30 seconds in and then Kane took that foolish penalty on Kadri and ruined it all. But in the end, I want to get back and I hope I'll be back there. So thanks for having me on and and let's do it again. When you get back, uh, Toots is a mutual friend, so I'm going to grease my way into the golf match. (laughs) Half wall. All right, guys. (laughs) Uh, See you, Wet. See ya. Maybe, maybe we'll see Wit at uh, Greta this spring. I feel like maybe we can make we those plans. That's what's great. It's such yeah. a great partnership. So partner. I'm sure uh, Casey's happy to hear me make that connection, but love it's that. true. Love that. All right. There you go. Ryan Whitney, Spitting Chicklets, former Oiler. You He's know back. Him. You love him. He's back on the bad wagon. Really appreciate him giving us some time on the Star Mechanical Guest Line, Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company. Let's move along. Tyler boys. Mulek, thank you for asking that question. I was thinking great about question. the whole time. Great question. Great question. I need to know uh, my my counter question, I, and we'll maybe you know I I think hopefully that he comes back uh, another time. Is what's the Boston version of a donair? And then I'll shit on it. Well, I wanted to ask him about the bean pot. Oh, it's uh, bean pot right now. We're in the midst of it. Yeah, yeah. we're in the middle of bean pot. Probably oyster. Probably could have gone a full hour with wit if we if we really wanted to. That was I great. think he, like I think he would have stayed. Yeah, he might have. He seemed like, like he's just in the zone. Like he just looks like like well, he's retired now. He's a content guy. Like yeah. he just yeah. All right, uh, let's keep cruising along here towards the end of the show and get into the Betway Game Day Betting Challenge. Betway 19 Plus, please play responsibly. Um, giddy up, boys. That second half turnaround I talked about did not go my way. Had McDavid no. two plus points and an Oilers win. When he scored that first one, I was on Betway. I was like, perfect. This is cash and the boys are good. Didn't play out that way, but we're all looking for a bounce back here this evening against the Ducks. And are we chasing? The juice. Jay and I are doing it together. We're doing it together, just presented differently. Plus two fifty, three and a half to one, whatever way you want to say it. Because you didn't hit three point five, right? No, I had. You had empty net power play. Uh, yeah, goal. yeah, yeah. Came close. Came really close. Got the show handed goal. Son of a gun. Should count. <laughs> so, so you guys are both taking Corey Perry. Well, <laughs> Perry coming back home to the pond. Playing right? with dry sidle. Playing with dry sidle. Like the recipe there for a Perry goal is just. Too good to not take advantage of. I wish the odds were higher. Like for a guy who they I, know the book knows. Yeah, plus two fifty revenge man. goal. Plus two fifty is not there for me. I'm not going to it. But even yours, like, it's funny. I don't know. Like, ours is more likely. Lot, there's a lot going on in your bet, and it's only a little bit more than ours. We need yeah, one. We need, we need one outcome. You, you need, need one. Three thing things to line up. Yeah, but like the money line, gimme. I guess the over and the McDavid goal to get that extra little bit. But yeah, the money line is gimme. I, I like. Mine. Remember, I don't know. It might be six nothing. I don't know if Pickard's got a shuddy in him. Buddy. The Ducks score a bit. Pickard's awesome. Stops a bit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That would be contrary. Like that, but that but is 2.34 goals against. If he gives up two, the over's hitting, guys. You're yeah, yeah, that's game fair, but he's not going to give up two. Look at that. Is, those are great numbers for a backup goalie. Yeah. They're tremendous. Like, that's like, I'd be happy if that was our starter. 20, averaging yeah. 26 shots a game. The the the, the return load. and and the second act, the Calvin Pickard's career as an Oiler has been fantastic. And he already has a shutout. He does. You're correct on that. All right. I still like the over tonight. There you go. The game day betting challenge for our friends over at Betway. I promised you all a listener submitted trade proposal for our friends at Service Credit Union. The trades we debate are fake, but you know it is not fake. The money you can win from service and the service big share contest. It's back for a sixth year with your chance to win $1 million. Anyone can enter by becoming a member and saving with service. Every $500 you save gives you five entries into the service big share contest. You can even transfer your existing savings to service for a chance to win $1 million. Contest ends April 30th, 2024. Skill test required for rules. Visit service.ca slash win. Sergeant Battle had our trade proposal. He wants the Oilers to link up with the Nashville Predators 
He said Fabro with money retained and Colton Sissons for some bottom six help in exchange pillaging pillaging Nashville for the defensive depth in exchange for CeCe Borgo, a first, a third and a sixth. So a lot going on there to make the money work. (laughs) Fabro sits at 2.5. So if he's 50% retained, you end up coming out to about 4 million bucks for those two players. Sissons has two more years left on his deal. can play center or the right side. I'll be honest though. That's a lot to give up for not a lot of improvement. Well, especially if you know, if Tanev's a second, like you, you got to be in on that all day first. Like that, I guess this is if you don't get Tanev situation. But I don't think Fabro's that much better than I, Fabro's not the guy for me. I, I'm not trusting him yeah, in the top four. That, that's fair. It, 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 there's a little bit of unknown there. But I like like this like Sergeant Battle. I like the creativity because this is coming like this is looked yeah. at different. Like I haven't seen anything like this yet. So I, I like the creativity on this. Yeah, I'm out. And for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> but if Vinny works on your top four. Oh, dude. I hope she. If I Vinny hope he, works in yes. your top four, even if it becomes like him and Nurse are your second pairing, mm-hmm. and then Cece's on your third, then maybe having a guy like Fabro isn't so bad on your third pairing. Like, I don't know a lot about him, but it, like I can see like someone like that. I don't think it's out of the question, but. If this is the idea is to replace CC in your top pairing with Fabro, yeah. then I'm out. You have to you think know? they're doing these defensive pair tests because they're thinking about trading CC. Like, yeah, I you have so. to think that they have to see if Vinny can play up there. And maybe that's why Knobloch was non-committal to it because he was told to try it out. I wonder, yeah, GM's forcing the issue. Yeah, I wonder if even too like getting Billy Bean. Maybe they won't bring in another defenseman if they traded CC. No, like maybe, got they, but maybe this is like we're gonna bring up Broberg and then that's and just focus. Be, then on you the need a depth, depth piece. Yeah, yeah. They, then they, you they need, need They would need a depth piece. Yeah, sure, someone like Fabro. But like, I wonder if like we need more help in our forward group, and trading CC is the best way we can do that. And then you're going second line piece, like strong third line. Yeah, piece. yeah, something like that. So a doubt to fully. I don't love that. I don't love it either. But that's oh, I'm just, just I'm going through your logic yeah, pattern. Yeah. Here. There's a couple of guys on Nashville, though, that are like way more than Colton Sissons. Novechkin, Tommy Novak. Yes, please. Give me like, Novak. Jovek Trenin, not a bad player, too. His contract's kind of cheap. Mean. He's a UFA at the end of the year. Like Big body. Some guys in there, like, I don't mind. I don't know if I would like to invest in a Colton Sissons when you could also just go and get a Scott Lawton. You know? I like Lawton a like, lot, and there are rumblings I, about Lawton now. He's only a, he's only a hundred thousand dollars more a year, which I know money is basically everything for this team. What's right his now, contract number? Three mil Lawton. for two more years. Yeah, this year and two more. That's your guy, man. That's your guy. I, I'm Lawton and Tanev, and this is an unbelievable deadline. He's a center. Yeah, yeah. Lawton would be nice. But then he's in. He's what you you need retention. Well, you need so so now you need to take on seven and a half million dollars a player players. So Steve yeah, but has you to go can, and you have you, to get retention. You can get Tanev. You can just do Dow Tanev. But but get move out CC 50% retained on Tanev. You gain a little bit of flexibility there. Yanmark buried. You kind of start to draw a map about how you can get to that three mil. What is Tanev exactly? 4.5. So if they keep half and he's 2.2, you save a mil by going from CC to Tanev. Again, Again yeah. assets. Assets are a yeah, big yeah, thing yeah. in that. But and we have 2.3 million cash space. So you can take you can take the fold out. You can get you and can get have Lawton. a million dollars. You can get Lawton. But you you won't need the million for anything, Jay. For a depth defenseman, or maybe there's some amazing fourth line addition. I don't think you need that million. If you get Lawton and Tanev, you're done. You don't have assets to give up at that point for anything else. Another thing too, you're saying they could get an amazing fourth line addition that would probably push Holloway down to your fourth line, which could be. I hate to say the phrase, your deadline addition to your full line. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I can't see them getting long. Or maybe you try to make two third lines. Like that's kind of what like Vegas had. Like they rolled four lines. If you can have two third lines. Yeah, I agree. Right. So like, that's, I, that's what's set. Like, that's what wins championships, man. It's that bottom six. Like formula. See, we, we, we've spoke a lot. Just upgrading on. We talk a lot. Yeah, yeah, Mark and Brown, and like I get it, they're not scoring. And like, trust me, like if you can upgrade those guys, you definitely should. But in the playoffs, those guys are actually going to be 
pretty useful on the penalty kill as well. Like, that's oh yeah, well, like it's very valuable. You don't, you don't want to mess that up too yeah. too much either because it's been elite and that like that in the playoffs. If your penalty kill can perform like it does right now, like oh, you're <laughs> going a long way with that. that. Is so real comfortable. All right, we got to move towards the end of the show because it's already 101. Uh, we got to wrap with the menu for our friends at DoorDash. 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more. All you need to do is download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code NATION25. New episode of Oilers Nation Radio dropping yes. this afternoon. Giddy up. New edition of The Notebook with Aaron, Zach, and Coomzy as well. So Aaron's got that. Pre and post game, AB and I live with pre-gaming at 7 o'clock tonight to get set for Edmonton versus Anaheim. Tomorrow will be live 7 o'clock for Edmonton, LA. So a double dose of pre- and post-game content for you big, this weekend. Big, sports weekend. Two Oiler games and the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. going to hang out with me all weekend. A lot of betting. Super Bowl picks? A lot of betting. Super Bowl picks? Chiefs. 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 I'm probably going Chiefs, too, but I'm not betting on it. I'm going props. We want nothing but props. Over prop. on the anthem. Wah, wah. I oh. always go over on the anthem. It very rarely hits. It's an electric one. I went under last year. Hit Gator, just under. Gatorade oh, color? Sure. Gatorade color? Blue. I do like there's a Orange. there's a sheet that you can find that's like 25 prop bets. Yeah. And we always do that at our Super Bowl party. Everyone puts in 10 bucks. Maybe die for pregame and we'll have some props for Did tomorrow. You, yeah, we'll have good. some props. Did you people. also see the thing? I'm not sure what on the top, on the how long it's been, but no team from the West Coast has traveled. What is it? Something like no team on the West Coast has won on the West Coast or something like that in however many years. Where was it when LA won? Wasn't it SoFi? I thought it was that mm. they won on when it Maybe was it was the other way around. Didn't they win at SoFi? Sorry, yeah. I got it the wrong way around. No yeah. team coming from the East has won on the West. Ah, yeah. interesting. But they're sort of, Kansas City's sort of more Midwest. Midwest, I believe they call it. Mm-hmm. The Middle East. No, Middle West. Middle West. <laughs> Middle East just a little bit further. On that yeah. note. It's, so, <laughs> it's so funny. If you look like, like it is on the Eastern side of the United States. Like Nashville too. Yeah. Like, Nashville, when, the first time I went to Nashville, Nashville almost on the water. I yeah. never looked it up on a map God, until but, I was like on the plane looking at the map. I, and I'm like, whoa, we're going all the way there. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I went there and did the same thing. I thought Nashville was Texas. Like or closer, closer to Texas, to, yeah. United States, crazy Whatever. little place. I thought yeah. Nashville was Texas. Just, well, like closer to <laughs> Texas, you know what I mean. Jesus. <laughs> All right, uh, big shout out to Ryan Whitney. That was great. Someone's that's awesome. bring, someone's that bring him back every week. Would love to. That would be unbelievable. Be I think we're gonna try to bring him back as much as we can, much as humanly possible. So yeah. that might be never, and that might be once that a might month. That yeah. might be every episode. Who knows? So favorite this episode. Yeah, just reload it once a month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a wrap on today's edition of the show from the Sports Closet Studio. Have a great weekend, everybody. Two game days. We'll chat with you Monday. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com.